All right, how's it going, guys? This is a millennial third eye. And um, after kind of figuring out what I'm doing after 5 o'clock, obviously the time went on, we're here now with Erin, Erin Murkowski, and we're here to talk about her crazy, wild travel journey, basically dropping all of her stuff, figuring out this crazy details of how does she do it, how is she doing it now, and where is she in the world, like Carmen San Diego, pretty much, right? <laughs> I love it. So now for uh, try try number two, we're actually here recording. I was basically warming you up, not on purpose. Though. It was a, it was a mistake. It was my <laughs> fault. Sorry about that. So no worries. take two. Awesome, take two. awesome. Do you so just want to kind of have me like share my story and everything? Yeah. Pretty, well, that's what the whole. That's why I wanted you to come on the show. So share your story about how um how did you do it? What made you want to do it? Where are you now? For sure, for sure. I mean, I guess starting with the how, um, that would take me back probably about a year and a half ago. So I officially quit my job about a year and a half ago. Um, I was bouncing around from job to job to job to job. And the last one that I actually had before I started doing what I do now was working um, full-time at a resort down in Key West, Florida, which, like, don't get me wrong. I mean, okay. it was beautiful. It was awesome, like, super warm. Um, but mm-hmm. every day that I worked, I was like 20 feet away from the beach watching everyone else go like lay out, have fun, go swimming. And oh, I man. Yeah, it was brutal. It was I brutal. lived in Florida so, too, I, and that was the same thing. I, li- really? I was working in the kitchen well, in uh, Clearwater, but God, I'm really, I, I totally understand what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, it sucks because like it's beautiful and you want to go explore, but you know, you're kind of chained to someone else's schedule and someone else's time. So, yeah, it's just, it wasn't for me. And um, I thought from like bouncing around from job to job to job, like I would just find what I was passionate about. And I just, I never did. I don't know. I just never felt like I really like fit somewhere. Like there was so many other people that I met in my jobs who were like 50, 60, and they'd been doing it their whole lives. And I'm like, I can't, I can't even see myself in that position. Like I can't imagine how my life would look if, I went from right now where I was at at 22 years old to 60 or, you know, however old they were and not ever doing something different. It just blew my mind. So I knew I had to get out of there. And I actually didn't really start with like an entrepreneurial mindset at all. My brother was more the one who was always like, I'll never work for someone else. Like I'll never like have a standard job. Like I'm either going to be broke or I'm going to be rich and own a million businesses. And I I never understood it. I was like, what are you talking about? Like just work a normal job. Um, And it wasn't until I found what I'm doing now. Um, I had actually found the mentor that I have currently and I just saw her kind of living the dream that I had I was like okay wait this girl is traveling this girl is you know making her own schedule she's determining how much money she makes like how 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 like so I just reached out to her because I I feel like I don't know if you can relate but I feel like I always had this pride where I was like you know what like I don't need to ask anybody for help like I can figure it out myself and then I'd always end up dropping it and like not actually pursuing (laughs) what I wanted to pursue and I finally just bit my tongue I was like Erin just (laughs) just ask you know what I mean just ask and find out um, and she actually mentored me and, and really showed me kind of how to do what I do now. And it eventually led me to quitting my job. And I've been doing this full time for about a year and a half. So it's just, it's been awesome. Yeah. So I, I noticed so that you were, working, you were working six jobs, basically, at a casino, different places. And I went, okay, well, yeah. she had six jobs. She was definitely, like, trying to save up some money first. So that, that's what you were doing. <laughs> you saved up your money. 
kind of set your goal, and you're like, all right, peace out. So I actually, like, it probably looks that way on the outside. I wasn't even, like, saving up for an escape route. Like, I was just so used to working a lot of jobs because if I stayed at one, I got really bored. I would just get so bored, and I'd hate the job, and I'd go find something else. So I figured if I had multiple, then it'd kind of keep me from getting bored too quick. Um, and I was oh. always really good with my savings, mainly just to be able to travel. Like, I was always saving up and then going and taking a trip and saving up and going and taking a trip. So um, I was already really good with my money, really good financially to, you know, be able to leave my job and be able to start a business. So um, it just ended up working out conveniently. So where have you been now so far? I'm sure, like, I feel like you're going to be like, I've been here, 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 here. But where have you been (laughs) since you quit your jobs and traveled? Um, So when I first quit, I was still like a baby in the whole entrepreneur game. So I was taking like smaller trips. So I'd taken a road trip, um, like half cross country. I took a road trip with a girl that I met um, through the business that I do. And um, we drove from Denver to San Diego. Um, And then I did another road trip with my friend from Vegas up to Seattle. I did another road trip. Oh my gosh, where do we go? Um, oh, we did from Vegas to Pittsburgh because I'm from Pittsburgh. So we uh, took a converted van across the country and then back with my dog, my roommate's dog, and then my roommate's cat. So that was interesting. But um, wow. at least like out of the country, I got to go. I just booked a one way whenever I was finally like really solid in, in my business and, you know, really had things automated. I just booked a one way to Thailand and I spent about a month there. Um, I jumped over to Vietnam you- and then. Did you by any chance like plan you plan it kind of because I did this little trip to Florida I was there for two years but I didn't know where I was going to stay I didn't have an apartment yet so did you just book a one way to to Asia and basically just freed it I love it I love it I was actually planning to do that because I was so used to traveling alone like that's so cool that you just went with no plans because honestly like everything falls into place like if you just like decide I feel like the universe kind of lines that up to make things just work you know but um, I was uh, going to yeah. go alone and I actually like, even though I'm a business owner and I run my own business individually, I actually work with other business owners and, um, a lot of them obviously have also left their jobs and they have that kind of freedom. And I just hit them up. I was like, mm. Hey, does anybody want to go to Thailand? So there ended up being nine of us that went. So it did have to end up being a little more organized. Um, but whenever they left, I didn't really have too much of a plan. So, um, I knew a guy that was living in Vietnam, and I just kind of booked a flight there, booked the Airbnb when I got there, and, and just kind of, you know, winged that one. And then I went to meet up with some friends in Europe for a couple months after that. Um, I was in Iceland, and I think that was it for other countries. I have a lot of stuff coming up this year, though, so I'm really excited. Where's um, Where's your next trip, too? Like, what's your next three, or where are you going to go next? So I actually just got a one-way to Bali um, in March. So I'm going to be heading out to Bali for about 10 days because there is a business owner that I work with who's actually hosting a retreat. Um, She partnered up with someone who is, you know, super into yoga retreats and stuff like that. So they're doing kind of like a business yoga retreat out in Bali. So I'll be attending that. After that, I kind of I need like help with suggestions because I either want to go to Australia or India, but I haven't been able to decide yet. Um, to kind of bridge the gap oh, because man. I'm going to be heading. I know. Do you have a suggestion? Help me. Well, I don't <laughs> know. I'm not someone. Well, recently I was talking to you about my awakening phase, and yeah. I'm not someone to grab books or 
you know, be interested out of, out of the blue to look into something. But what I could tell you, yeah. my opinion, maybe it'll, it'll help you decide, but I've always loved um, Asian food in general. And then recently I've been inspired to like read about Buddha. And when you said mm-hmm. India, I was, I was really leaning on India. Like that sounds really cool to me. That's my opinion. Well, I also want to know. ask you, how do you come across, uh, well, first of all, for your business, do you personally help people? I do. So it's a little mix of both. Like my business, I kind of do more of like uh, affiliate marketing-ish. So um, it's kind of like commission-based off of sales and stuff like that. But then on the other end, I also do coaching just because like I've had a lot of success with it. So now I kind of teach other people how they can do the same thing and, and really coach them through that process. Well, it sounds like I would love for you to mentor me and co- help me become a coach because <laughs> if I can do this and travel the world, because I've traveled a couple places, you know, it doesn't, for me it doesn't count yeah. as a kid, but recently as I grew up, I was able to go to, you know, Puerto Rico was small. I went to Puerto Rico, been mm. to Cuba. I've been to Sicily when I was younger, Mexico, but through the States, like you, you hands down have got me, so it doesn't matter. But maybe you can mentor <laughs> me, but I want to make sure people know um, where to find you as well. Your webpage, I'm going to put it back on the um, the episode bio, even though we had to do it again. But I definitely want to share that with everyone. And how do you recommend for people? Because I, I kind of come across a lot of individuals like myself at times. I had a good, uh, I went through my fears basically, but I found out that there's a lot of people who are very family oriented. Like they can't, they can't detach from their family because of the, that love. And, and I don't know how to, you know, explain sometimes that, that love's going to be there no matter where you go in the world. I think, I don't know. I just, I feel like in the, the age of the internet, like we have access to so many things. And one of those things is we get to hear from other people and like things that they would have changed about their life and, you know, decisions that they would have, you know, maybe made a different decision had they had the chance to go back. And like, I know everyone has seen that survey that, I don't know, I think it's on like Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or something. And they survey all these people on their deathbed. And it's like, well, what was your biggest regret? And all of them, almost all of them say like, I wish I would have traveled more. I wish I would have, you know, not been so scared to you know do the things I wanted to do when I was able to and like we just we have access to that now like we know that that is a a major regret in people's lives and yet still people like they operate I think in fear of you know like you said not having that time and you know not being around their family and I I don't know I think whenever you actually take that jump and you're like you know what I need to do this for myself like like you said, they're always going to be there. And if you can really, really maximize, like, your presence whenever you're around your family and you can really, you know, just be there whenever you're with them, you'll never regret the time that you had with them ever because you'll know that you were there, you know. You'll know that you had, you know, you had 100% attention on them. And I think that is the most important is just really being present in every situation that you're in. And you'll never miss out, you know. You'll never be scared of, of losing that because, you know, you, you took that chance while you had it, you know. Does that make sense? I feel like. <laughs> no, absolutely. We were actually, um, so we have a, a couple different episodes we're doing. We're, we're trying to go like on topics and we, we did motivation, right? Motivation. We did like yeah. part one and part two. Part one was more of that mental clarity. So that way you can kind of get motivated and figure out what's the motivational tool you need, so, so to speak. But you made me think yeah. about, I don't know exactly when, but it wasn't too long ago. I was talking to my dad and no, I was in Florida and I was talking to him on, on the phone. And he was kind of concerned. He's like, Joe, you got to be careful with your spending money. And, you know, I want you to be able to pay the bills. And I was like, Dad, you know, 
obviously I respect that. But my biggest thing that stuck out to me just now is that I told him, I said, but, you know, Dad, it's not that – and keep in mind, I'm not like a drinker. I don't go drinking or this and that. It was more like going out and having uh, lunch, going to dinner, going by the beach, doing things active, being outside. And I said, Dad, but yeah. I, want, I also want to be happy. I want to live life. I want to be happy. And that stuck out when you were telling me that because I truly look at the world sometimes going, how can you just stay in this one town or this one place no. and not explore I know, I know. It blows my mind because there's just, there's so much, I'm sure you know, because you've gotten to travel and I mean, can I go back on like the whole Cuba, Puerto Rico thing? Because I'm super jealous. I can't wait to head over there. Um, But (laughs) I I agree 1000%. Like you can obviously stay, like maybe you live in a super cool spot too. Like maybe the town you grew up in is awesome, but like it doesn't change the fact that you're comfortable there. You know, I feel like a lot of people get so comfortable and I mean, when I think comfortable, I think like, you know, high sock, big hoodie, like maybe a fireplace, some hot chocolate. I don't know. Like it sounds great, but you don't really grow. You know what I mean? Like it's super cozy, but you don't, you don't grow. You don't expand. You don't test your limits. You don't, you know, learn new things and meet new people by staying in that zone. So like you have to do those things. And I mean, same thing. Like that's, that's a lot of people's mentalities, I think, is to be like, okay, well, your money should go to bills and your money should go to this. And, you know, you have to make sure you have money for that. But if you're not having fun and living your life with the money that you're making, then why are you making it? You know, like, what do you, what do you make yeah. it for just to kind of maintain those bills and maintain everything? Like you should be able to do what you love and do what you're passionate about for sure. Well, I want to ask you, you know, whatever you want to share, obviously, whatever your comfort zone is. But um, what I noticed recently too, is that what we're talking about is based off of like, for the topic recently was fear. And I had to go through, well, the awakening phase for me was um, facing fear because I pretty much went to looking for others to accept what I was going through and tell me like, yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. And literally, no, I'm going to do that because it's completely different, but I had to deal with that and other things. But the fear of, you know, being able to get in my car and not have a plan and move to Florida was probably the most liberating feeling. And I'm sure you can share that, but I wanted to see if, if you could touch base on any, like what, what was your fear? Did you just, did you have a moment before dropping everything, kind of like, I'm going to do this, or did it scare you? It was really scary, honestly. I feel like anyone who says that there isn't fear behind stuff like that, like just picking up and leaving or, you know, starting a new business or quitting your jobs, dropping out of school, like they say they weren't scared, they might be lying. I feel like everyone has a little bit of fear. Um, for me, I would say, like, I was just afraid because, I mean, everyone, like, I have a really supportive friend group and a really supportive family, and, like, they had never said, like, oh, that's stupid or you shouldn't do that, but, like, they were not giving me the response that I was looking for. Like, I was so excited. I was dead set. I was like, I'm starting this business. I'm going to quit my job. Like, I'm leaving my job, and everyone was like, yeah, yeah, sure, Aaron, okay. Like, (laughs) I didn't have that support behind it, and I think because of that, well, I did have support behind it, but not the level of excitement, I think, that I had deep down inside, and it really made me second-guess things. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, Mm -hmm. do I really want to do this? Like, am I going to be successful with this? Like, this is insane. Um, I really didn't even really know anything about entrepreneurship, and I kind of just learned it all as I went. And it was scary because I feel like the fear of success in entrepreneurship is probably um, one of the biggest things. And it's not even like the fear of failure to start for sure, but the fear of success, I think, eventually ends up being the bigger fear without people even really realizing it. 
they just have become so accustomed to, you know, telling people or someone telling them pretty much how much they're able to make per hour and someone telling them, you know, where to be when it's like, just, you know, all those things, like really having control over their life. So you almost put yourself inside this little box that someone else created for you. And it's scary to think mm-hmm. of yourself as being limitless and, and being able to achieve whatever you want to achieve and whatever you set you, your mind to. So like as an entrepreneur, you don't have, there's no ceilings, you know, you don't have a cap. There's nothing telling you like you can't do this. And that can be kind of scary for some people because some people, I, myself included, like I really didn't know what I was worth until I was just like, you know what, like I can have that or I can, you know, make that much or I can do those things like that. That can be my life. And I don't know, it can be scary. So I'd say that is probably like my biggest fear is both the fear of failure initially, but as I started getting moving, I think the fear of success really was, was one of them that I had to overcome as well. Yeah, I totally, that's, you said that perfectly because I had to go through that too where you had to kind of deal with people thinking like, well, how, how are you going to do it? That's unrealistic. You can't do that. You can't do this. And when I was watching your video, and you, I didn't expect it, you were talking about how like you tried every scenario for, for, for working for someone and it didn't work. I'm going, I know exactly what she's talking about because I've been through so many different kitchens so many different types of jobs cooking and I'm trying to find that way of happiness. And then all of a sudden, boom, I get this kind of awakening going, wait, this happiness really just has to start like small steps, but it's possible. And I had to be motivated and I had to stop the fear, but also, I don't know what, what your opinion is, but I had to become more a little realistic too, where, all right. So I was thinking about it. If I want to travel, I have this opportunity now to go work for someone else, but it's more money and it's more comfortable, but it still comes in a comfortable balance of making money for the future. So without that, I mean, I can't focus on traveling or the next place to venture off to. Yeah. Sorry, wait, were you asking for, sorry, (laughs) one more time. No, it's okay. I wanted your opinion because, you know, I had all these, um, after going through the fear, after going through the motivation, kind of, I still had to go through the reality part of you need money to get to be A to B. So I have this opportunity, which I knew was coming. I didn't know it was there. I kind of had the faith in the universe type thing. Super yeah. positive. Things happen. And I was patient. And now I have this opportunity coming my way. But my question was, you know, is this something you still have to do too, is be realistic on, I still have to get the money this way to travel to where I want to go to that way, like A to B. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, like, that's, it's really important because, like, I feel like you're probably, like, one of the main people I could say this to, but it's it's important to have that balance, you know, and, like, have trust in the universe and, like, manifest, you know what I mean? Visualize, be like, okay, like, I need this and I want this and, like, like I don't care about the how, like, because obviously the universe takes care of the rest, but, like, it's it's really important to have that balance between that mindset and also, you know, being active and taking action and moving forward and, and really going about and like being realistic, like you said, about what you need to do in order to achieve the things that you want. So, um, yeah, it's, I think that balance is the most important thing. And a lot of people normally end up on one side or the other. Um, so just really having a foot, I think in both doors is the absolute most important part in terms of like, you know, yeah, deciding on I know exactly what, what you to said. move forward yeah. with. Yeah. yeah, yeah That's yeah. really cool. You said that. Um, so what is like, if you could put it in simple terms, everywhere from, from traveling, dropping everything and traveling, what are the, like the key words that come to mind from what you felt and discovered in yourself via traveling coming till now? Like, what is this 
what is like a couple words that stand out to you that you learned about yourself? Oh my gosh. Um, and learned or I would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that question a lot. I haven't really thought about that, but I would definitely say, um, probably just balance, um, clarity. I, I really didn't know who I was beforehand. And I think, I don't know, just in a society where we're shown how to be and, you know, this is how people are and this is what you're supposed to look like and this is supposed to be, you know, what you wear and this is what you're supposed to sound like, talk, do, you know, like all these things. Like it's hard to really think about like who we are, you know, it's hard to really figure out like what we like and who we are, not like, you know, an echo of someone else or, you know, just a reflection of, of somebody else. And I think that's what it showed me the most. Like whenever you're so far outside of your comfort zone and, you know, traveling for sure, anybody who hasn't traveled, I mean, you got to go because you learn so much about yourself. You learn about how you work under pressure whenever things don't go as planned. Like there's so many things. And if you don't like the way that you react to certain things and and you really want to build that and you really want to grow and almost kind of like, you like create yourself. You know what I mean? I would say like creation. Does that make sense? Like, <laughs> is that yeah, the word yeah, that absolutely. I can use to, to explain it? Like I, um, I would say like, I really just kind of morphed into the person that I had always wanted to be, but I just didn't really know what steps I needed to take to become that person. And I think just through, you know, having the time to really sit down with yourself and just have, you know, you time and, and really figure out who you are. Like, it it's necessary to allow you to grow into that person and really live up to your fullest potential. So I would say in a <laughs> very long term, but I would probably say that clarity and um, yeah, just balance and confidence has come a lot with the business and, and traveling and stuff like that. So there's just, there's so many qualities, but if I had to pick, those would probably that's, be it. That's awesome. I really like that. I was like, I didn't know where that question came from, but I was like, that sounds like a good question. I want to ask it. And I'm glad it kind of <laughs> went the right way. But I want to ask you too. I know it's, um, there's some things we get, uh, you got to do a little bit. So we'll, we'll end it soon. But, um, your goals then were, were obviously, I don't want to say, well, it seems they're big goals, but you accomplished them now. So it's kind of like they were big, but now, yeah. Other than traveling, what kind of goals do you focus on now? Is it maintaining a balance of positive energy? Is it, you know, you want to meet X amount of new people? What kind of goals do you focus on now that you you kind of like pop the big balloon? I love that question. And it's so cool that you asked that because that's actually a question I ask a lot of people on almost a daily basis. And it's just crazy to watch like people's answer change as they progress through like different levels of themselves and really figuring themselves out so yeah like you said like my goals before were just quit my job make a lot of money like travel and that's it and it was all kind of like selfish goals almost like those are great goals but they were all about me so I really have expanded Um, I'm really trying to take care of my family like my mom obviously has just been absolutely amazing and an angel and she helped me out so much when I was first starting my business so I'm just trying to give back to her in every way I possibly can um, and then okay. others and family and like friends and just spoiling the crap out of them. Definitely just meeting new people because there's so many amazing people out there. But I would say the biggest goal that I have, um, is definitely like has to do with the environment. I am 1000% environment freak. And I just, 
I really want to make big moves with it and, and, you know, make big waves with everything that's going on with the environment and really kind of turn things around with how, I don't know, just everything's being used. I'm sure everyone has seen, you know, videos of plastic in the oceans and just understands that it's, uh, it's not like sustainable, the direction that I think everything's heading, like just creating new things all the time instead of reusing and, you know, just kind of, I don't know, just being more environmentally conscious. So I really want to spread that. Like, I really want to teach people more about that. I really want to, you know, do what I can to make moves in that kind of a way so that, you know, obviously there's a a planet for (laughs) the next generations to be able to live on. So Mm -hmm. that's something I only became passionate about until I finally had the time to like, sit down and be like, okay, well, I accomplished X, Y, and Z. Like, what else can I do? Like, and obviously now I get to help people and I get to really, you know, morph them into people who get to make their own decisions, call the shots, you know, quit their jobs, yada, yada. But I wanted more, you know, I wanted to help more people. And I feel like really getting to the environment and doing as much as I can in that realm of things is the the biggest way that I can help and, and really make moves. So that's what I'm working on now. <laughs> that's, um, that's what I noticed too. I mean, for myself, I guess, I don't know, everyone's different, but when I started to notice more positive change, I kind of, like, kind of wanted to hone on all these little, it's like a bunch of lights hitting you at once. You're going, okay, where do I go? But I started to try to break it down a little bit because I would love to do a bunch of things. I'm going, okay, well, now I'm thinking more or less, how do I keep myself that positive balance? Because I felt that overwhelming positiveness, and I'm like, all right, how, how do I do it? So I'm working on that. But yeah. I wanted to ask you, you said environment, and it might sound crazy as a chef, and I never expected this, but I got hit with this feeling of becoming a vegan. But I wanted to know if you were, if you had a diet or is there something for the environment that you do and why? Yeah, I've actually been vegan for a year and a half, so that's crazy. That's awesome. You should definitely try it out. If you need any, like, recipe ideas, I got you for sure. Um, But, yeah, I actually – that wasn't even more, um, like, on a – like environment and like, you know, just trying to do the whole zero waste thing and and like that kind of uh, an end of things. I actually had been introduced to the idea of it from my now roommate and she had just sent me, I think it was just that Netflix document um, or what is it? A documentary on Netflix. It's called what the hell. And I watched that and oh my God, I went cold turkey. I immediately the next day I was like, I'm not eating dairy. I'm not eating meat. Like I'm over it. I'm literally so over it. I got so Mm -hmm. mad after watching that documentary because there's just, I don't know. If you haven't seen it, you got to go check it out and you'll understand like the anger that it caused. And I was like, I can't support you know, big corporations that are doing this, you know what I mean? I can't support those people by buying their products and eating dairy and eating meat and like stuff like that. And that's really where it started. Now I realize how amazing it is for the environment. So it's kind of a win-win and I mean, I feel awesome. (laughs) That's also a win, but um, I just, I think it really sprouted from just not being able to support the people who were making money off of having that diet and eating dairy and eating meat. I just, I didn't want them to have my money. I was like, this is ridiculous. So I, I highly suggest <laughs> watching that um, documentary. And if you do and you get super frustrated, please like shoot me an email or something. I'd love to hear like people's uh, reactions to it because it just changed everything for me. Well, I wanted to ask because, and I totally get where you're coming from hundred um, percent. It's, it's the, the, when you actually look into it, it's not something you really want to see. But the reason why I wanted to also ask you is, and, it, and I just recently, it's just funny how things work out. For example, like I cut a carrot and I looked at, I cut a carrot in half and I'm looking at the carrot 
there's literally like frequency and a heartbeat and a carrot. And I know that's so silly to say, but the reason why I'm saying that is I noticed this push in me. And then I found out that eating a, a raw or vegan diet is actually beneficial in the sense that it raises more of um, energy and awareness within you. It kind of is like a cleaner system and it just helps you focus on a higher consciousness, suppose, you know, suppose. Well, that you is know. so crazy. Literally so crazy because whenever I started this business, I really started getting into personal development. Um, I actually read A Happy Pocket Full of Money. That book changed my perspective on the world, on spirituality, on money, like on everything. And it really puts into perspective that everything is energy, like you just said. So, like, it, I feel like I read an article somewhere. I don't know who I heard this from, but they were pretty much saying that whenever you start kind of awakening and, you know, you get more into spirituality and you're really raising, like, your vibration, you actually don't, like, you don't have an attraction to lower-frequency foods anymore. And the list of all the foods that were on, like, the low-frequency list was, like, meat, dairy, preservatives, you know, just processed foods and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, that was the same period of time where I really started waking up to, you know, kind of my spirituality and really getting into, you know, the way that I think now, the way that I believe now. And um, around that same time was also whenever I became vegan. So it's just crazy that, you know, everything is energy. And we, I don't know, I feel like as we kind of just go through that, I don't know, that awakening, like you said, and, and we really raise that energy in ourselves and we raise that vibration, like you really, you know, start getting attracted to different things and, and you know, just match up with different things. So that's crazy you said that because that's totally true. <laughs> well, I wanted to tell you something, and I don't know if it's going to be like, I don't know where it came from. And I know it's, um, it's almost time to end the episode but I wanted to tell you something that I, I saw and it was for you. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. Um, for some reason I, I saw this wall as like your wall of um, little trinkets that you've collected over the traveling, but I'm being told to let you know, like definitely do that. You're, I don't know. I feel like you're going to get your own place soon as well. And you're going to have like a solid little pad or if you don't have it already, but there was this wall of like light and little lights over the, the memorabilia things that you've collected and I wanted to tell you that because I don't know where it's going or something you thought about. That is so funny. I actually, I do have my own place, but I do have like a little string of lights around like all the stuff I've pinned up on the wall. So that's wild. Okay. So I basically <laughs> visited your house without knowing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's crazy. That's so cool. And I want everyone to know, I definitely did not know that at all. Um, that's pretty cool. I was yeah, like, I don't we live on opposite ends of the country. Know. <laughs> but um, I'm so glad I got to talk to you, and I'm so glad I got to hear your story. And I, honestly, like, I want to keep in touch because, one, I want to travel. But, two, um, I really want to hear from you later on because I don't know where the show's going, but I still want to hear from you, even as a friend, um, yeah, like sure. how things are going or uh, what's new in your life or what I can learn next. But that is, um, you're an amazing person. And I want to say thank you for being you, honestly. Same to you. Same to you. Thank you so much for having me out. And honestly, like, same that goes as, oh, let's see. Two seconds. I got an alarm going off now. Okay. There we go. Okay. Um, but honestly, like I said, same to you, like, in terms of friendship, like, just, I mean, any updates, anything at all. Like, I'm excited to watch where your podcast goes. I think this is an awesome, awesome idea. I love the the vibe of it. I love, you know, the themes and kind of the message that you're trying to put out there into the universe. So I, uh, yeah, support you a hundred percent. And thank you so much for having me out. It's been, it's been awesome. 
Thank you. And if anyone wants to reach out to her, I'll put the link in the uh, episode bio. But it's Adventures with Erin, and she's got some story. So ask her anything you got. And uh, until next time, <laughs> thank you again, Erin. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Is it possible to make better, better? Can you always expect more than what you always expect? At Honda, asking these questions brings us the innovative answers you'll find in the Honda HRV LX. With more cargo space than a Subaru Crosstrek and magic seats you won't find on any other competitor. Hurry into your local Honda dealer and test drive the Honda HRV today to see what expecting more gets you. See dealer for financing details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.